Hey, this is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Hello, beautiful people. How's everybody doing? I hope you are doing well. I hope you are doing fine. And I hope this year is continuing to show you what you're made of, to show you who you are, and to show you where you're going. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I'm a little pumped today, so excuse me in advance if you're not ready. You may need to sit down. You may need to stand up. You might might need to run around. I don't know. But, you know, some days you just need to be pumped and you really need to believe in yourself and to see your vision with your own lens. And I say that I was just sparked and ignited with my response to a question. My sister biz girls asked a question. So this question was posed, what is the word and color representing what you are manifesting for 2022? I had to think about it. You know, I could have answered quick, but I didn't want to because I really wanted to sit on this question because I knew that this question was important for me for this year. Last year, was very, very rough. There were a lot of things that I went through that tested me and that could have took me out at any time, at any point. And I really had to grab for air, grab for support, grab for anything that would give me life. Um, I even drove to Colorado with four of my kids by myself because I had to escape. I needed a sweet escape so that in turn, I could know and believe and be reassured that I was in the right space at the right time designed uniquely for me and that I wouldn't be taken out mentally or physically or physiologically, that I wouldn't be set aside or that I wouldn't have feelings of inadequacies that could hinder me for many more months to come or forever. And so I escaped. And so I was reviewing 2021 in that matter. So no, I couldn't answer this question really quick. But what I did do was finally answer. And my response, again, what is the word and color representing what you are manifesting for 2022. My word was reap and my color was the rainbow. And I didn't say that to be cute or to be unique. I said it because it's real. It's me. It's my authentic self. And those that know me know I don't have a favorite color. It's always the rainbow. And those that know me know that I continue to sew so, 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 so emotionally, so financially, so, you know, physiologically, I'm sewing and sewing and sewing, not sewing fabrics, I'm sewing my spirit, I'm sewing my soul, I'm sewing who I am day in and day out, every day, every minute, being a mom, being a wife, being a daughter, being a friend, being a sister, being a co-worker, being a peer, being a colleague, being a professor, being a therapist, I am sewing day in, and day out, sewing to, to be an activist, sewing to fight for rights, sewing to, you know, fight for my daughter, advocating for her and her gifts and her abilities. I am continuing to sew day in and day out. 2022 is my year to reap. It is my year to reap. 
I'm going to sow. I'm going to keep sowing. I'm going to sow higher than I've ever sown before. I'm going to keep sowing because you know what? What's in me is not ever going to stop. It will never be copied. It will never be replaced. I cannot be replaced. I am worthy. I am worthy that all there is for me and for my life. And so my word is reap. It is reaping what I've been sowing year after year. All the tears that I've cried. All the pain that I've endured. It is time to reap the courage that I've sown. The feelings of being dismissed or rejected. The feelings of being exhausted or overlooked. I've sowed. I sowed. And it's time to reap. The feelings of having guns put to my car on my children. The feelings of seeing all these innocent people put behind bars or killed. The racial trauma that I've experienced time and time again. I continue to sow and sow and sow and finally I can reap. I am going to reap. It is my time to reap. It is your time to reap. So I'm not going to be put in a little box. I'm not going to be put in a little corner. I'm not going to put my tail between my legs because I am worthy. I am more than that. I am victorious. I was created to conquer. No one can hold me down. No one can push me back. No one will pull me aside. I am victorious. You are victorious. We were created to be victorious. It is our time to reap. So whatever your sowing looks like, You keep sowing and sowing and sowing until you see your harvest. See what you've been planting time and time again. Look at the seeds that you've planted year after year after year. The seeds that you've been nurturing time and time again, over and over, over and over again. It is your time to reap. Don't sleep on your your harvest. Don't let it go astray. Don't let it die right before your eyes. You keep nurturing it. You keep giving it water. You keep singing to it. You talk to it. You give it extra proteins. You give it some candy. I mean, if you have to. You do what you have to do to keep it alive, to keep it breathing, to keep it growing. Don't give up on yourself. Don't do it. You deserve more. And I don't care what you've been through because I've been through a lot too. And it can get really, really hard. It can get really, really hard, but I'm here to tell you, don't give up. Don't give up. Reap what you sow. Look at your past and look at all the times you've been sowing. Know your worth. Trust your intuition. Trust yourself. Nobody knows yourself better than you. Nobody knows what you've been through better than you I don't care what how you've sown and what it looks like to other people I don't care if they've judged you I don't care if they've rejected you I don't care if they've had their own opinions about you if they lied on you if they manipulated you if they betrayed you you get up and you go and you reap what you've been destined to get the blessings are yours the blessings have your name on it with the I's dotted and the T's crossed no misspells nothing no errors the blessing is yours 
So go get it without fear. Fear pushes us and fear can be embraced. It is a perfect time when you have fear to look at yourself and look at, you know, look within and see why. Ask yourself why. What is making you so fearful? It's time for us to ask ourselves the questions that we try and avoid because that is when we'll get our answer. And when we get our answer, we can create moves and create strategies and gain the tools and the resources and the support that we need. Those outlets are designed for us to tap into, to be receptive to, to receive so that we can move forward and so that we are not hindered by those factors such as fear or toxic relationships or toxicity or maybe just feelings of inadequacies or insecurity. We have to face what lies right in front of us and sometimes it's our own face it's our own self so I'm encouraging you today to reap you reap and you reap it well you reap it good you reap it nicely and don't apologize for your harvest I see my harvest it reminds me of the heavens it's abundantly beautiful And no one, I mean no one, will ever take away its beauty. Reap your rainbow. I'm definitely going to reap mine. Reap the rainbow. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da. Hey, this is Self Life Love with Dr. K. We are on the life segment. When you think about your life, what does it say to you? Have you lived it well? Are you living it well? Are you enjoying it? Are you missing something? Are you excited about something? And if so, what is it? And is there something that you need to get rid of? Are you in your place of peace? Are you happy? Do you feel like you can be yourself anywhere at any time? Are you comfortable with being you? Those are just some questions that we can ask ourselves when we're seeking to be grounded, seeking to have self-awareness in pursuit of purpose. Those are just certain angles that we need to really reflect on so that we can check ourselves and kind of monitor where we are on our own spectrum of life. 
And I was listening to a sermon yesterday and the preacher talked about being in exile and what that feels like. And it was funny because that's exactly how I feel. It's not a bad thing. So, you know, don't cry for me by any means. Exile is a beautiful space. It is space that we don't get to often because we're so distracted with everything else. I mean, just think about it. When you're even trying to find like five minutes to yourself, how easy does it come? I mean, without you being able to think of something else, whether it's just like doing the dishes or taking out the dog or doing your next assignment. I mean, there's always something that we can distract ourselves from ourselves, and it's very easy to do. So when you place yourself in exile, you pretty much detach yourself from the external world. So you're shutting yourself off to external factors that could distract you. And some of those external factors could be people, it could be loved ones, it could be a bad habit, it could be something that you do often that you need to stop doing, it could be um, just, you know, anything that can hinder your progression, you're setting your eye right on that. You are targeting, you are zeroing in on that thing that is stopping you. And sometimes that is the very thing that's the hardest to do because it's so uncomfortable. Who really wants to cut people off? Like who wants to detach themselves from someone who is unhealthy, especially when it's a loved one, a family or a friend, someone that we love, you know, that we care about? Who wants to even change their behavior. I mean, it's so hard to break old habits and to be receptive to change, to be open to a new mindset, a new pattern of thought, a new pattern of behavior. All of that takes dedication, commitment, and sometimes we have to dig deep. We have to dig into those spaces that require a lot of time, energy, blood, sweat, and tears. And it's a place that we've tend to avoid because of all of that. I mean, all of that in itself sounds draining. I'm exhausted even thinking about the energy, the time, the tears, this, just all of that, that we have to use in order to get to that space. But when you're in exile, it is a place where you need to be. Um, it is a, a private place. It's a place of peace. It's a place where I am grounded in God's beauty, I'm grounded in the air, I'm grounded in the sun, I'm grounded in five minutes of hearing the birds sing, or all day for that matter, I mean, because I'm definitely tuned in to hearing the birds sing. Things that we often take for granted, when you're in exile, you have no choice but to hear them. Just think of Survivor, when the show Survivor, I don't know if some of you watch that, I'm sure some of you do, um, but... If you're on a remote island and you're placed in exile, you are placed in a, another space away from people with limited resources and you're told to just figure it out. So either you can go for it or you can fold. Which one are you going to do? Are you going to be resourceful and start, I mean, coming up with all these ideas to get your needs met? Or are you just going to sit there and will and shrivel up? And we all know the consequence of that. So what would you do if you were 
pushed in exile. I know for me, when I'm pushed in exile, baby, I am ready. I pretty much enjoy it. When God puts me in exile, I'm like, thank you, because I know it's my time to shift. I know it's my time to move. I know that he's elevating me into another dimension of my life that I've always wanted because, you know, when you ask, you shall receive. And I believe that I am a firm believer in that. When you knock, the door shall open. Windows will come upon you in abundance of blessings. All you have to do is believe. The only thing we have to do is believe, and I choose to do that. I don't choose to to do the opposite of that. I don't choose to do the latter. I choose to believe, and I choose to be hopeful. And so when I look at my life and I'm hopeful and I see the beauty of my my life and my harvest, I have to do certain things that is going to get me there, that is going to push me there, that is going to eliminate the barriers and the very things that were designed to hinder me and to not get me there. And so sometimes you have to take that time to zero in and place your target on those very things that are toxic to you that you have no idea are toxic. I mean, it could just be someone saying something to you that can plant a negative seed into your spirit. And the next thing you know, you're thinking negative about something and you were so positive before. This happens to me more than I would like to admit. But sometimes I wake up, I'm so excited, and then something will happen. And next thing you know, I am in a space of funk, like true funk, to where I'm like, I was not here like two seconds ago. I'm like, it was all good just a, a second ago. What happened? So I'm stuck wondering what the heck happened. And then I have to remember okay, when did I feel this way? So I'm assessing what changed. I identify it, I examine it, and that's when I know, okay, that is the thing that I need to rid myself of, put some space in between it, or eliminate it altogether. And believe me, elimination is so uncomfortable. It is just the most uncomfortable thing. You don't want to sound like you're crazy. You don't want to sound like you're sensitive. You don't want to sound like you're arrogant or you're bougie or you're just like, oh, too good for certain things. But you know what? Your life deserves the very best. I mean, your life is timeless for the here and now. Because we don't want to think about the end. We are living the here and now. So for right now, when you wake up in the morning, you it is a gift. And you put your eye on that gift. And that should be your sole focus. You take care of it. You nurture it. You do what you need to do to nurture and to grow it and develop it and to shape it. And when we're in discomfort, that means we're being shaped. We're being carved. We're being sharpened. And I always will always believe that when you come out through the fire, you come out as pure as gold. When you have to go to it, you have to get through it. Every testimony requires a test. There's always a message in a mess. I mean, you have to go through it. There's no way that you won't go through whatever your mess looks like. But I'm here to tell you, when you clean it up and you prepare yourself for the next one and you put yourself in exile, it is the best space ever. So don't be afraid to be alone. Don't be afraid to do things that some people may think is not normal because 
it's not normal to them. But unless they're growing with you, it's always going to be abnormal to them because they have put themselves in a space to think of you in a certain way. And when you start growing, sometimes it's too much for anyone or those that aren't for you because they see you changing and they don't know why. And then when you change, you give them the opportunity to look at themselves and they may not look, they may not like what they see. Let's be real. When sometimes when we outgrow and we're growing and we're elevating and God is is changing us and he's shifting us and people are seeing our growth. They're seeing our change in, in thought. They're seeing us talk differently and react differently and respond differently. It causes them to, to get anxious a little bit. They're worried. They might be a little scared because now they're internalizing your change to their own. They're unsure of where they're going. They're unsure of their relationship with you. They're unsure about their relationship with themselves. And it has nothing to do with you. Sometimes those inadequacies and the insecurities will flare up because of the change that you're you're making. It reminds me of like a spouse or a friend who chooses to, to lose the weight. And if you're in a place of insecurity or low self-esteem or lack of self-worth, you're going to be intimidated by that person just because they choose to lose weight. Because in your mind, you're saying, I want to lose weight. I want to do this, but I know I can't. How come I can't? What's wrong with me? I don't want to do it, but I do want to do it. How come I can't do it? What's wrong with me? And then all of these thoughts start going in your head and you start internalizing all of these negative thoughts, all of these distortions. Am I not good enough to lose weight? Well, if I don't lose weight, then this won't happen. So do I not want it to happen? I mean, you can keep going and going and going until you just don't even feel good about anything. (laughs) Like there's no joy anywhere. So we have to stop that thing before it gets even worse. Stop all of that negative thinking because we are in control of it. We can do it. Now, you may can do it by yourself, or you may need an individual therapist, or some medication, or prayer, or a group. I mean, there's different strokes for different folks. So, you know, I'm a therapist, so I would never say no to anything, because that is not my place to do that. I know what works for me, and there's things that I have to do for me, but There are options, and that's the thing that we have to make sure that we are very clear on, is that each of us has an option to get help and the support that we need so that we can propel ourselves towards our purpose and we can continue our pursuit. So when we're in a place of exile, that is what we're supposed to do. It's a place where we think and we love on ourselves and we take that time to do that. When my friends or my loved ones need space, I'm like, oh my gosh, yay, take your space because I know that you need it. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. When I need my space, it has nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. We all need space. We all need that place of peace, that place of comfort. And some of us can can have it around people. But there's nothing like spending quality time 
by yourself, to love on yourself, and to really do some work. I'm not talking about just sitting on the computer, you know, surfing social media or watching a good movie or taking some selfies. I'm really talking about just sitting there just to think, just to reflect, and just to think about your life. And ask yourself some of those questions that I asked in the beginning. Who are you? Who do you want to become? And when? What is your timeline? It's always good to have a timeline. It's always good to have vision. You have to look ahead and to know, to have a thought about where you're going. At least think about it. I'm not saying you have to be clear on where you want to go because there's a space when you will be. But when you're in the meantime and you're trying to figure it out, it's okay not to know. Be comfortable in not knowing and be comfortable in not being okay. So being in exile, I am enjoying my time And I'm in exile a lot sometimes. I mean, it just kind of depends on what I'm going through. But I mean, I'm not saying complete exile. My exile, I think, is more mental because I still spend time with my friends and, and family. But there's some things that I need to pretty much stay away from. And I'm making it a priority to avoid toxicity in any form or shape that it may come in into my life and so I have to block that by any means necessary from exile to excellence it's necessary and it's something that we have to do your life is yours no one can do it better than you and it's work it's like a relationship if you think about your life it's like a relationship you're in a relationship with you And think about how you treat other people. You have to put yourself as a priority. And put yourself first. There's nothing wrong with that. Spend a little quality time thinking. Not being distracted. But thinking about you. From exile to excellence, that is the goal, and that is the priority. It's just what we have to do. So enjoy being in that remote place. Do some imagery, some positive imagery. If you need to create a a place of peace and have some water there. Get a humidifier or one of those sound aromatherapy machines. Wake up in the morning if you want to hear the birds sing and watch the sunrise. Or later on in the day and watch the sunset. Whatever you feel is most suitable for you and that will be most effective for you and your unique presence then you make sure you create that climate and that setting, that environment, so that you can thrive and grow 
in your space. We deserve that. And it is a beautiful place to be, I promise you. It definitely can't hurt or harm you. It can only help. And that's what we have to do in our lives is is love it. That's a part of loving our life is being in love with it and taking care of it. Like we would do anything else that we love. From exile to excellence. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da!